With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey, it's Lily Jamali. Marketplace Tech has a new limited series out on YouTube called Decoding Democracy. With rapid advancements in new technology like AI, disinformation efforts are more convincing and more misleading than ever. So we'll be discussing how to spot things like deep fakes, how to protect yourself from disinformation, and how to talk to your friends and family about it. As always, this fact-based journalism and vital information will be free and accessible to all. As a public service newsroom, donations from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org slash give tech. The next frontier for AI, cutting the red tape for paid family leave. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. The U.S. is one of just a handful of countries without a national paid family leave program. Offering those benefits has been left up to individual states and employers. Thirteen states plus D.C. offer paid leave programs, but they are not always easy to navigate. Girls Who Code founder Reshma Sajani says our complicated patchwork system means workers lose an average of $10,000 in wages by instead taking that leave unpaid. Sajani recently founded Moms First, which is out with an AI tool called PaidLeave.ai to help people in New York navigate the system in their state. So if you're lucky to live in New York, you have paid leave, but it's still an uphill battle to climb. Um, the government website doesn't do a great job at customer service, right? It makes it hard for you to know whether you're eligible for benefits and to know how much you are eligible for. And for the average woman in New York, she can't just walk into her boss's office and ask for help because oftentimes when your boss finds out you're pregnant, you're fired. And many moms in New York, you know, that need these benefits are in low wage jobs. And so they don't know who to ask to get the answers that they need. And I'm hoping that paidleave.ai will help with that. Yeah. Tell me about how this tool would would solve some of the issues that you're laying out. Yeah. So Moms First launched paidleave.ai with early support from OpenAI. And the goal was to help parents in New York get the benefits they need to care for their families. And our tool answers, you know, these questions quickly, right? It helps you understand, am I eligible for paid leave? How much time off and money can I get? And it gives you an action plan to get your benefits. So paidleave.ai, it is like the perfect use case for generative AI to help the most vulnerable communities put money in their pockets. And for so many parents in New York, that $10,000 in wages that you're going to get because now you've figured out how to access those benefits, that's that's life-changing for a family. And how exactly did this chatbot come to be? 
Well, listen, I, you know, as the, as the founder of Girls of Coda, I sit in a lot of conversations right now about AI, right? And oftentimes the conversations are about how do we prevent kids from cheating on tests or how do we make sure that it doesn't, you know, end the world, right? And, you know, as I thought about this tool from a technology perspective and from an activist perspective, because I wear both of those hats, I saw the potential for generative AI to just do customer service really good, to, to help access benefits for the poorest of communities. And, you know, in, in the case of paid leave, it's, it's critically important. So in New York, they say less than 25% of those that are eligible for paid leave take advantage of that benefit. And there's 13 states, um, in, you know, in our nation that offer paid leave, including, and including DC. And so I've been talking to the different governors and Department of Labor's, and most of those states have a really low uptake of benefits. Do we know why that is? Well, different states have different reasons, and we're going to be digging into that in the next phase of this innovation. But as we did focus groups with moms, it's just, it's hard to navigate. And, and because it's, you know, for different reasons of complexity, like, do I qualify for, qualify for disability? How much does my employer give me? Do I qualify for state? I work part-time, you know, I've changed employers two times. You know, so it's like, it's, and, and oftentimes, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I just recently experienced this with like loan forgiveness. Like, I had 20 minutes to figure out whether I, you know what I mean, qualified and I couldn't figure it out. So I gave up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so a lot of people just quite frankly, give up. And from a movement perspective, why that's a challenge for us is because as I'm trying to get Washington to put paid leave on the list of the top three things that they should do or put into the budget, they look at the states and they say, huh, but it's available there and no one's using it. So people probably just don't really want it. And so the uptake, right, of benefit, and we saw this happen with the child tax credit. Quite frankly, I live in New York City. I'm seeing this happen with pre-K. The uptake of benefits is- In terms of people not taking advantage of universal pre-K where you are? Correct, right? And so now the mayor's cutting pre-K seats because he's saying, well, people don't want it. It's not that people don't want it. They can't figure out how to get it. Those are two very different things. We'll be right back with more on paidleave.ai with Reshma Sajani at Moms First. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. We're back with Reshma Sajani at Moms First. We spoke about a new chatbot for people trying to navigate paid family leave programs. Sajani says she thinks it could change the public's understanding of AI's potential. You know, the interesting thing here, Lily, is that, shockingly, you know, paidleave.ai is one of the first ever public sector use cases of generative AI in the world. Definitely the first on paid leave and childcare, because the conversation that we're engaging on in generative AI, understandably, is about safety, right? We're, We're stuck kind of in this safety conversation, right? Which hasn't allowed us to really move into this innovation conversation or into the conversation of how do I prepare citizens for this technology that's coming, whether we like it or not, and it's going to change everything, whether we like it or not. How do we make sure that at the end of the day, AI will be only as good as we are? And what's interesting, too, is how you're using technology to facilitate something that is very human, the the chance to bond with a new child or care for a loved one. Um, have you had to make the case that AI is the right tool to help make those things happen? 
Such a great question. I felt when we launched it, I would have gotten a lot of blowback. And it was quite the opposite. I actually think that this tool made people feel better about AI. I say, what if actually generative AI will close the income inequality gap because it will be used in cases like this or for SNAPs or for Medicare, where we do a better job getting benefits to those who qualify and who need them, which puts money in their pocket, which then closes the inequality gap. And I hope cities, governments, countries everywhere start exploring that. Right now, um, from my understanding, this chatbot can only help people in New York, in the state of New York, as they're trying to navigate the state's paid leave program. What do expansion plans look like for paid leave AI? Where do you go from here? Yeah, I mean, listen, we easily could just launch in the next 13 states, you know, in the next couple of weeks. We could do a build to do that. The states that have these programs in place already, but don't have the the tech overlay that you would bring to it. Cor- correct. I, I think what we're, so we're exploring what's the best next expansion plan. Do you pick a handful of states and work closely? Because you want to work closely with the Department of Labor to basically measure the impact of generative AI in the increase of people applying for benefits. And you want to be able to measure whether the pain points that we're solving for, you know, in this tool are the pain points that people are, are facing. So part of this too, hopefully, will inspire a conversation of like, why do we make it so damn hard? Why do we have so much distrust, right? Aren't we, you know, if we're wanting to put money in the hands of families, how do we make it easier? I think it hopefully will engage in a more kind of civic conversation, a policy conversation about how this technology has exposed um, the inequity, you know, the unfairness Um, that we put into the process, which I bet you in many ways exacerbates our distrust of government. That was Reshma Sajani at Moms First. You can read more about paidleave.ai and Sajani's hopes for a new wave of social entrepreneurship centered on artificial intelligence. That's on our website, marketplacetech.org. Rosie Hughes produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.